1: Hi,
2: I'm Jake from Locked On. For the love of Pete, it's something you might say when your car gets damaged, but that won't get you the help you need for your vehicle. As someone named Jake, what you should be saying is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. For help filing your claim 24-7, whether it's on the phone, online, or on the award-winning State Farm mobile app, however you choose. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there
1: you are locked on thunder your daily oklahoma city thunder podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day from the 12th
0: floor of 50 pin place in oklahoma city oklahoma the home of 1340 the game and news radio 1000 ktok welcome to the locked on thunder podcast i am your gracious and humble host eric g Thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. We have made some last-second changes to this episode of Locked on Thunder because we're going to start off defending Russell Westbrook. Not just us, but Billy Donovan's going to defend Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook is going to sort of defend himself. Antonio Daniels, well, he's already defended Russell Westbrook, and we'll tell you what he had to say to Colin Cowherd when he was on Colin Cowherd's show. But it is just absolutely astounding to me that there is one guy in the NBA that no matter how good he is, no matter what he does, there are still some people that cannot appreciate the greatness that Russell Westbrook brings to the court every single night. And as Thunder fans, as people that cover the Thunder, we have to pick up Russell's torch and carry it for him. Not that he necessarily needs us to. But I got to say, I feel obligated to defend this guy because I've been watching him for the last five years and he's been incredible. So that is segment number one. Segment number two, I missed on something yesterday and I will always tell you when I do that. And I do apologize. Um, The Thunder did sign Richard Solomon to a 10-day contract and it looks like they're also going to sign Scotty Hobson to a 10-day contract. Should you get attached to those guys? How long will they be around? We'll discuss that. Um, In segment number two, plus the uh, given seems to be that Deontay Burton is going to be signed to the Oklahoma City Thunder and take up one of those roster spots. Well, is he? Is not he? I'll let you hear what Billy Donovan had to say after the game against the Portland Trailblazers, and you can decide for yourself. We'll also hear from Deontay Burton on that, and then we will wrap things up today. Um, by hearing from Paul George, because Paul George is always good to hear from. And um, we'll talk about how the Lakers have surpassed Golden State as the most hated team in the NBA right now. Unbelievable. I-, I never thought that would be the case. I mean, I know there are Laker haters out there. Like, if you grew up a Celtics fan, you probably hate the Lakers. Maybe San Antonio. Uh, But overall, I mean, as far as like winning franchises and them accumulating championships, it seems like the Lakers are looked at as the least evil empire of them all. Well, that has certainly changed. And it's changed under the reign of, of, of all people, Magic Johnson. So that's coming up in segment number three. My name is Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game. In Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, that's why I get to use their studios. I also work for News Radio 1000 KTOK. I'm a credentialed member of the media and been lucky enough to cover the Thunder for five years. If you like what you hear, I would ask you to subscribe at LockedOnThunder.com or Apple iTunes, and you can always tell your smart speaker, hey, Alexa, play Locked On Thunder podcast, or actually, better yet, hey, Google, play Locked On Thunder podcast, and it's right there. Let me start off by saying this. Colin Cowherd is a tremendous talk show host. And to say that I've copied some of my style after him would would, would be a serious understatement because if you're looking for a template on how to monologue, um, whether it's short or long form, he gives you the best template uh, with rhythm with with his points, with putting sports on a basic level. That everybody can assume it. I mean, he talks like sports, but he's not a sports geek. So understand that I've got a lot of respect for the guy. And I think a lot of what he says about Russell Westbrook is fantastic. I think he makes some great points. But unfortunately, it's drenched with so much haterade that the good points and the valid points that he's making about Russell Westbrook get absolutely lost. Witnessing this, okay, this is this is uh, from a couple of days ago. This is actually, I think it's from yesterday when Russell Westbrook was right after he got his 10th triple-double, and listen to how Cowherd not only goes off on Russ, but goes off on the NBA media, and then I'll tell you why I think he's saying what he's saying coming up next, and then we'll get to hear from Russ and Billy Donovan.
1: NFL media is smarter than the NBA media. More sophisticated. The NFL media doesn't fall for gimmicky stats. The NBA media still does. Russell Westbrook's getting all the headlines this morning. Every article I read, Russell Westbrook makes history. Tenth consecutive triple-double. Oh, my God, it's history. Every newspaper, every blog. Oh, my God, can you believe it? Westbrook is making history. The triple-double in the NBA has become hitting for the cycle in baseball. You do realize that Babe Ruth never hit for the cycle. 22 years, Babe Ruth, probably the greatest baseball player, never hit for the cycle. Aaron Hill, a journeyman infielder, hit for the cycle twice in three weeks. Triple-double is hitting for the cycle. Cool. Headlines. Wow. I'd rather a baseball player go four for four with four jacks out of the stadium. Because in baseball, the only thing that really matters, runs scored. Who leads the league in runs scored? Cross the plate. That wins games. The best player for Oklahoma City last night was Paul George, again. I don't know if you've noticed, he's arguably after James Harden, the MVP. He's averaging 40 points a game in February. His plus minus last night was plus 14. He scored 47 last night. He's the reason they won. Not a headline. Russell Westbrook's plus-minus was plus-one. By the way, he's fourth, fourth on his own team in plus-minus. He was one for six last night in threes. He was five for 19 from the floor. And that's the headline. Congratulations, NBA media, for not getting it, for, for falling for a gimmicky stat. Babe Ruth never hit for the cycle. Okay, congrats, four for four. I'd rather be four for four with four jacks. And I don't care about fake rebounds. Allen Iverson, one career triple-double. Because Allen Iverson actually played defense and gave effort on both ends of the floor. And Allen Iverson wasn't hanging around the rim getting fake rebounds. By the way, Westbrook can no longer shoot 65% from the line, 24% from threes, and he knows it. So he loves this stat because it overshadows the bigger problem. He's a guard who can't shoot. You can't be short and not be able to shoot in the NBA. You can be tall and not be able to shoot, but if you're short, you've got to be able to shoot. There's a lot to unpack there. First and foremost, Russell Westbrook has never
0: been able to shoot. So I don't know why he's bringing that up now, but that's always been... Russell Westbrook's mo, especially from three, but you have to mention that he has a knack for hitting clutch threes. That's Russell Westbrook. As far as the NFL media being smarter than the NBA media, if you wanted to say the NFL media is smarter because they didn't let Eric G in, fine, that is perfectly okay and acceptable. But you're really discrediting guys, discrediting guys like Brett Dawson and Royce Young. Um, and Fred Katz, and it's not that they need me to take up for them, but those are all three pretty smart guys. Even if I don't always agree uh, with somebody like Brett, I will say they're very smart. Eric Horn, tremendous writer. Maddie Lee, they're all great. Um, you know, I, I could go on and on about the NBA media. It is full of smart people. I also think with the nod to Billy Bean, him talking about runs being scored, that being the most important stat in Major League Baseball, that there are some things that Sam Presti and Colin Cowherd would agree upon. But it also needs to be mentioned that Russell Westbrook, when he gets a triple-double this year, the Thunder are 16-6. And throughout his career, they are 102-24 and when he gets a triple-double. And since 2016-2017, and Antonio Daniels brought this up, the Thunder... He's gotten a triple double 90 times, and the Thunder are 70 and 20. So they are. So I don't see how you could say Russell Westbrook is not helping his team win. And let's think about the stats. If you get an assist, you're passing the stat to somebody who scores. That's getting points. If you get rebounds, then you give your team a possession, giving them an opportunity to score. And then, well, scoring is. Pretty self explanatory. Russell Westbrook today was asked about that. Great question by Brett Dawson. And just a warning this is NFL, NSFW. Here's what Russell Westbrook had to say about his critics.
3: You know, with
2: your game this year, there's so much talk about the shooting, but then the other things you do to make up for all that sort of stuff. There's so much conversation about it. Do you totally disengage from that stuff? Do you hear what people say?
4: Uh, I've been disengaging that conversation since. Uh, uh, started playing basketball when I was eight. Is that hard okay. to do? Nah, I've been blessed with the time to not to give a fuck. So, when I don't, regardless of what happens, it doesn't change the way I live. It doesn't change what I think. It doesn't change anything. I have an unbelievable family, great friends, unbelievable life, unbelievable job, make a lot of money at my job. I'm extremely blessed thankful humble uh, has been in trouble don't cause no problems um, I'm perfectly fine <laughs> I'm living the best life I can't complain one bit so uh, he say she say, what somebody said about me what they say about shooting passing dribbling uh, I don't really care every year something you got they got to make up something about me which is fine it's good uh, one thing I always know is If they're not telling about you, then you're not doing something right.
0: I could actually go on and on about Russell Westbrook and how he needs to talk to the media a little bit more, but I will say that the last two times that he has engaged with the media, he has been fantastic. After the Portland game and today, I guess he went about eight minutes from what I read. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to be there, but tremendous from Russell Westbrook. And I had an opportunity to ask Billy Donovan about Russell Westbrook and his accomplishments and if he could really put it into perspective about Ru- what Russ has been doing the last three years and here's what Billy Donovan had to say after the Portland game.
3: I think I've said this before, I never really, I never t- I've never taken him for granted in terms of what he does. Um, you know the I know there's a streak and all those kind of things and it's historic and, and I understand all that but I think there's just so much more to him as a player and as a leader and who he is as a person um, I mean it's I'm not taking any, anything away from the accomplishment or what he has done because it's absolutely remarkable and if it was easy to do we wouldn't be talking about this so I'm happy for him, happy for Paul uh, but I do know the most important thing to Russell is to win, and that's what he's about is he wants to win. Yeah. And I think a lot of the things that he does that he gets attention for with the triple-doubles are things that impact winning for our
0: Well, and, and sorry to cut Billy off there, but he does say it, it impacts winning for our team. That's how Billy Donovan finished it up. Real quick, last thing on Colin Cowherd. He and I both share the opinion on the college football playoff of not wanting to see teams like Boise State in. Colin Cowherd is not a small market guy. I am not a group of five guy when it comes to college football. However, in basketball and other sports, we're a little different because I do believe that you need the small markets. I also think part of his opinion colors and comes from the fact that he is a guy from Washington, the Pacific Northwest, and I don't think there's any coincidence that Russell Westbrook and the Thunder playing in Oklahoma City which what used to be the Seattle Supersonics does shade some of that opinion. I could be wrong on that. It may be unfair to say, but I'll go ahead and, and throw that out there as food for thought. And if he wants to come after me, fine. It's not like he hasn't called me an idiot before. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Mary G. So is Deontay Burton a lock for the Thunder roster? We'll give you our opinion
2: next. This is Jake from Locked On.
0: You're listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Be sure to listen in your car. All you have to do is subscribe to the Locked On Thunder podcast via Apple iTunes or you can do so at LockdownPodcast.com or lockedonthunder.com. We also have another podcast called Locked On Sooners and you can ask Alexa, just say Alexa, play Locked On Sooners podcast or Hey Google. Play Locked on Thunder podcast, and it pulls up via your smart speaker. The Thunder have a couple of new guys on their team. One of them is Richard Solomon. He's a 6'11 Ford who spent most of his time with the Blue this year and has also played a little bit with the Atlanta Hawks. And then there is Scotty Hobson. The Thunder is supposed to sign him to a 10-day contract as well shooting guard, both of them having good seasons with the blue. Hobson has been a journeyman who's been around the NBA and one I would think that Solomon just a little insurance because of Jeremy Grant as he tends to get back to health and will probably be a lot more healthy or healthier after the uh, all-star break and with Hobson, it's the Thunder's just nice to have a shooting guard since you had to wave Alex Sabrinas. But I personally, me, I'm not going to get used to either one of those guys being on the Oklahoma City Thunder. I want to see how much they get to play against New Orleans, and if they come back after the All-Star break and see how that whole situation plays out. Um, I would think that the Thunder is still probably out there looking for a guy that's a little bit more... NBA season than what they're getting from the blue to fill one of those roster spots. And then comes Deontay Burton, who could theoretically be that 3 and D guy that you're looking for. And I say theoretically because Deontay Burton is versatile, but he has to play a lot of positions on the floor, and he's a guy that you just sort of... you. The way the Thunder have used him this whole year is, hey, go out and play this when we need you to play this. And he just does. And and to some extent, I, I think that's I think that's great for your career because you're in an era of positionless basketball. But even in this weird era of positionless basketball, organizations like to know what you are. Like what is your natural position? Are you two, are you three, four, whatever? And then they like to put you in other places, but still have that that assurance of that you're you could fit into a particular box if need be. Here's Billy Donovan on Deontay Burton after the Portland game.
3: Yeah, I mean, the hard part for him is that, you know, we we played him uh, last game against Houston, and he was playing a small forward spot, you know, and then tonight he plays the power forward spot. And, you know, being with the blue and trying to get caught up on everything um, is challenging, but he's done a really good job. Um, Obviously, at shoot-around today, we were able to kind of get him acclimated because I felt like with... uh, with Jeremy being out that his minutes are gonna were gonna come at the four spot backing up Patrick. Um, so we got, you know, really, really good production from him. But I mean he's been great. The thing I love about Deontay is he's really, really coachable and he's a great worker and he wants to learn, and he wants to get better. And um, you know, I probably played him too many minutes, you know, to close the game, but he was playing so well I just didn't want to take him off the floor and they were going small and, you know, it worked out well. So it was just good to see him play the way he did tonight.
0: Can you really play somebody too many minutes? If a guy's not getting tired, I don't think you're playing him too many minutes at all. I certainly don't think Deontay Burton is going to complain about how many minutes he gets out there, considering that right now he only gets 45 days in the NBA, so you want to get all the minutes you can. And I don't know how close he is to those 45 days, and those 45 days are just it. Um, There are certain things that count and certain things that don't. I think if you just travel with the team, but you don't play, that doesn't count. But if you work out with the team, that does. And so it's a weird thing that the Thunder have to keep track of. And I, my thought is, is the closer that he gets to those 45 days, the closer he gets to being signed for Oklahoma City. And he's become such a fan favorite. He'd be a great story if he had the opportunity to stick with the Thunder. Here's Burton after the Portland game. Giante,
2: this morning you said coming into the game your your focus was defense. Did you feel like that is kind of what freed you to be able to attack on offense too? Is just playing in that defense to offense flow? Um,
5: I think my teammates being so offensively savvy helped helped me get the shots that I got because my shots were off off them. So I give the credit
2: to them. You, though, had to come in and, and be confident. You hadn't played a lot lately. What was the key for you be, to be able to step right in and play serious minutes tonight?
5: Um, just my teammates giving me all the confidence and telling me to take those shots, and that, that means the world. When you, when you see people who are always on TV telling you, you know, to shoot those shots, that gives you all the confidence in the world.
2: How about as a team defensively tonight? You guys seem to really take them out of what they wanted. Why? Um, our
5: physicality. Um, we was real. We was physical with them, and that that just set the, play- the tone. It's cool to see you and
3: play well. You said, is it cool? Yeah. You tell me. <laughs> I, I don't know. But <laughs> well, I, I, you
5: know, as, you know, as young guys, um, time, I, mean, I learn from you know, Rust and
4: PG and everyone. Yeah, learn from Rust
5: and and everyone, and it's, it's amazing because they're, they're willing to give, give up the information. You had a little bit of a heat check moment there. I mean, what, what does it take to get to that point where you have the confidence to take a deep, super deep breath? <laughs>
3: Um, I don't
5: know. I, I just, I thought it was a good shot. I yeah. thought <laughs> it was a good shot, so I took
4: it. I, I didn't realize what he took to probably after I shot it. I learned Any, from it. <laughs> from it.
2: <laughs> Anybody else?
0: <laughs> Thanks, Deontay. Thank you. I like that. <laughs> I like the last question from Maddie and then his follow up on it. And here I am chuckling like uh, like an idiot listening to that um afterwards this is the locked on thunder podcast i'm eric g coming up next how one guy magic johnson has made the lakers the most hated team
2: in the nba plus we'll hear from paul george it's all right here on lot this is jake from locked on locked on has teamed up with state farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in nba history
0: Locked On Sooners is published as well. I hope you enjoy that podcast. And if you haven't heard Locked On Sooners, ask Alexa. Alexa, play Locked On Sooners. Or, hey, Google, play Locked On Sooners. Or you can do that with any of the podcasts in the Locked On Podcast Network. And be sure to be listening in your car. And the best way to do that, subscribe and get an email to you. Get it in your inbox every day via Apple iTunes. Or you can just go to Locked On Podcast or LockedOnThunder.com and subscribe to either Locked On Thunder or Locked On Sooners. Actually, you can't subscribe to Locked On Sooners via Locked On Thunder, just Locked On Podcast. Did I make that clear? All right, yeah, I even uh, confused myself. Congratulations to Magic Johnson. You have made the Lakers the most hated organization in the NBA. I was just thinking about this today. Golden State, when they acquired Kevin Durant and built that super team, had set themselves up for the entire time that they were going to be a dynasty to be the villain in the NBA. And everybody was ready to root against Golden State, especially us here in Oklahoma City. Well, since the whole Paul George situation, since you came out and tampered with Paul George, and then you tampered with Anthony Davis, and in the process of tampering with Anthony Davis... And thank God the GMs in the atmosphere in both Indianapolis and Oklahoma City are better than what's going on in New Orleans and Los Angeles. You not only shipwrecked the morale of one team, you shipwrecked the morale of two teams. Laker fans should hate Magic Johnson as much as everybody else does right now. I shouldn't tell you what to think, but if I'm a Laker fan, I hate this guy. Like, I am ripping Magic Johnson to shreds. It's, thank you for what you've done for us and all the championships. Now leave our team alone so we can operate professionally and get the players that we've always gotten before you came along. I had no idea that you could even remotely surpass Golden State, but I don't think there's any question right now. Lakers, most hated team in the NBA. Not not even a question. Um, I also pondered this real quick. As somebody that was a Knicks fan for a long time until the Thunder came around, why is it more fun when the Knicks lose? It seems like it's more fun to complain about the Knicks than brag about the Knicks when they win. I don't know why, but just food for thought. Somebody get back to me on that. And because we haven't heard from Paul George, here is PG after the win over Portland. Well, I got to talk to you out there, but just to be a part of a night like this where not only you get a big win over a very good team, but
5: what you must do it and you to do it, so you too. Um, it was special. My second, um, I was I it was just a really good vibe amongst our team in this Yeah, uh, I you building. It um, just felt amazing. The energy was awesome.
1: Well, you guys were making deflections on the ball, preventing – passes from even being entered into the paint they shot I think 0 for 15 on
2: mid-range jumpers I mean what was working so well defensively for you guys as a group tonight um
5: I think from the first possession our energy our intensity um everything is what we've been talking about um you know we, we started the game off really high on a really high note and um we sustained it you know first time not first time but um I didn't, I didn't feel like it was a drop off throughout the game. Um, we started off high. We continued all the way through. Um, they, they got scores and shot makers and guys that, that are playmakers over there. So they're going to make plays. But I just thought over the full 48 minutes. We did a really good job of just being locked in.
2: Oh, you what catch play the ball there. Do you know that Russ has one assist away from the record?
5: Uh, yeah, we, we talked about it at, uh, right before that play. Um, we talked about it. Uh, I was clueless at that moment. Um, but you know, he told me uh, it's a situation, so uh, <laughs> it was cool to be on the other end of the triple double.
2: And then, did you know that you were going away when you hand there?
5: Oh, that's what I you just talking about. No, yeah. I
2: meant you, you made one that got him the record. As
5: well. Oh, okay, okay. No, I, did, I didn't. I thought he had it already. Usually, Rush usually had it by uh, first quarter, so <laughs>
3: uh,
5: I didn't know. I didn't know it was it was that close. Um, I thought you were talking about. Uh, no, mine. You,
4: yeah, you got them for each other. So that's uh, sweet.
5: That's uh, sweet. You know, it's. it's I'm sure that triple double is going to be a lot more than ten in the world. Yeah. Well,
2: oh. if you guys! If you guys have won a bunch of games in the last month or so, it hasn't always been the same. Billy said you you can't win cookie cutter games. You have to find different ways to win. Are you starting to see this team find a stride and just sort of be able to win? you know, comebacks or, you know, nights
5: you're missing guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, we, as much as we want, we wish we could, you know, scribble, look at the, the schedule and scribble in 60 wins. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, doesn't happen. We got to go out, we got to execute, we got to find ways to win. It's going to be different nights, strange wins, uh, where we got to grind it out as we did against you know, the It's going to be nights where, you know, we jump on a team every, like every game, every, every, you know, matchup is going to be different for us. Um, I think that's good, though. It's it's good for us to, you know, not every game, you know, as much as we want to is good. Not every game is a blowout uh, because we got to prepare and and find ways to, uh, you know, be pushed and and be ready for adversity when it hits us.
0: We'll pick that back up tomorrow when we have time here on the Locked on Thunder podcast as uh, we get ready for Nop and uh, also start to get ready for the All-Star break, and that's what we'll talk about tomorrow. Um, plus, I'm sure that there will be a Colin Cowherd response to what Russ said. And until tomorrow, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. And remember, peace, love, and thunder up. You
1: are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. A hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad